Hello, all you paranormal freaks. It's the last Saturday of the month, and you know what that means. The veil is at its thinnest. So if you're brave enough, all of you hitchers and drifters, load up for a ride with Golden Jay and Logan as they traverse to the other side. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Jay, coming to you from the other side. What's up, and buddy? It's me, his co-host and future ghost, Just Logan. <laughs> it's Just Logan. It's Just Logan. It's JL. I, I don't know, man. Doesn't rhyme. Just doesn't... Logan, man. It's just Logan. <laughs> We're gonna give you like an abbreviation, like JT or or uh, CC, fucking uh, S Dub, like <laughs> <laughs> or the Blue Banshee. Y'all handing out names left and right. Hey, man. You know we got to do what we got to do. I never did come up with one for your uh, for your dad. That's just Dan. That's just Dan. <laughs> yeah, he's like me. Even though uh, technically Dan isn't his real name, so. that's true. That's true. true. But, we, but if you call him by his real name, that's how you get your ass beat. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have ever in my lifetime called him by his real name. Yeah, that's probably good. That's yeah, that's probably for the I'm, best. I'm okay with that. Yeah, um, it's like Baltimore. You just don't fucking talk about it. <laughs> I had so much fun with them when they were here visiting. Um, just, you know, just hanging out with your dad's always, always a, a blast. And I love it so much. And, and I, and when they're around, I forget how, you know, it's so easy to, to, you know, forget how much you miss being around people. And, you know, especially since we're this long distance away and yeah, but yeah. And then you just realize how much you miss hanging out with them all the time. And yeah, we just had a good time. Well, I'm glad it went well. Yeah. Yeah. We had some good food, some good beers. And didn't go to a single fucking paranormal place. <laughs> Seriously, I was prepped to take your mom to the gates of hell. <laughs> that sounds way more maniacal gate, than it yeah. actually is. <laughs> hell's Gate. I was going to take her to Hell's Gate. I was ready to drive down there and go to Hell's Gate. And uh, they were like, now nah, let's go to Wino and go shopping. I'm like, all right, that's what you guys want to do. Okay, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it is. They always talk about all the spooky ass places they go, and then when I'm around, it's like, what are we doing? And they're like, I don't know. Let's go to a brewery and then come home and drink. And it's like, ah, all right, I guess that's spooky too. It, 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 there's moments where it got spooky. Yeah, I don't doubt it. <laughs> um, no, it was a great, it was a great visit, and uh, we did. We checked out a couple breweries, and uh, and then I went with Billy and Tina to uh, the Metal Monkey, the I Metal know. Monkey. I listened to Golden Image. I heard you guys talk about the Metal Monkey. It's a shame that's closing down. Oh man, it's it was a fucking cool place, dude. I'm telling you, all the cool places fucking die, man. I know. I was thinking about that. Uh, I was thinking about that today, uh, and. Uh, you know your guys's poor brother's uh brewery yeah. and how it yeah, didn't go up. out of business once it went out of business twice <laughs> <laughs> uh, i hate to laugh at it but like how often can you say that like that shit got brought back to life by like the community like kickstarting it to help it out and then that's the thing like people like to be like oh we don't want you to go but you got to realize man like you got to actually fucking go there <laughs> otherwise they're gonna be in the same hole a year later well and I've been saying that about uh, uh, bands for years around here. You know, we bring in all these. Uh, Megadeth was just in Plymouth, 
uh, you know, this new thing that the Speedway is doing where they're having summer concerts all year long. They've had they've had the uh, the hair hair bands, you know, with Lita Ford and Queensryche and and I can't remember who else was there. Uh, but this last weekend they had Megadeth with uh, Overkill or I don't even remember who was who opened up for him. But, you know, everybody's like, oh, man, the place was packed. It was fucking great. And I'm like, you know, our area is so starved for national music and you know they prove it every year in in warsaw central park when they bring in like this last year they brought in quiet riot or this year they brought in quiet riot place was packed man you couldn't even it was elbow to elbow and everybody was there and everybody's you know facebooking about it and shit i'm like motherfuckers you got 30 local bands that are just as good that could really use your support but yet you know there's nothing there. If you're that star for entertainment, there's some great local bands floating around. Go check them out. Yeah, that's I mean, that's just, that could be said about everything. It's like uh, followers are wasted on the famous kind of thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, and then people complain about shit being rehashed. But they're like, yo, man, you won't support new ideas, new IPs, new podcasts. So it's like so they're kind of course they're going to keep doing the same shit. Mm hmm. Cause that's the only thing that like makes some money. Yeah. You might bitch that this is the fucking seventh reboot of Spider-Man or <laughs> Transformers, <laughs> but uh, guess what? It sells. So they're going to do it. Yeah, uh, like absolutely. Barbie, Batman. Barbie made all this money wow. and now uh, Mattel is greenlit Polly pocket, the movie and a bunch of other movies. And it's just like, so you, you have, you have little girls. I do. Did you watch the Barbie movie? Oh, they didn't get to go see the Barbie movie. Me and my old lady went and saw the Barbie movie. <laughs> and you know what? It was fucking, it was great. Do you liked it? Oh, from start to finish, man. Ryan Gosling fucking killed it. Um, uh, people are, did you go see it? I've seen it. I liked it. My daughter came down for the weekend, uh, you know, two or three weeks ago. And she's like, uh, I bought it and put, it's on your voodoo. I'm like, okay. She goes, you going to come watch it? And I go, I suppose, because all I've heard is good things about it. You know, everybody talked about how great it was. I fucking hated it. I hated every minute of it. I hated every minute of that movie. I I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. But I I hated it. I just felt like it covered the bases, you know, like it, like, of course, Ken was dumb. I am that. But like they covered like they covered like the, the women base. And I feel like a lot of people are missing that like men got covered too because like it was albeit more silly but it's like uh it's just it was kind of like touch on the base that like a man feels like he's defined by his role right like the ceo will ferrell's character like felt like he couldn't do anything fun because he was meant to be in charge all the time and then like with ryan gosling he felt like uh he was nothing without his significant other his lady without her he's not seen he's not important what he's doing I feel right. like they touched on everything. It's just, uh, and, and it made me laugh. Like, you got to admit, when they're fucking singing at the campfires, like, let me play my guitar at you for a couple hours. And then it's, <laughs> it pans out and it shows all the kids playing the fucking guitar. And the there, last one in the line playing the drums, that was. Okay, so there was moments. There was moments that I did laugh, but most of it I was like, I just shook my head because it was so, and this makes me an asshole, I know, but you know, it was so feminine driven and it was just like, come on, you know, in a world now where 
I mean, I believe that women are 100% equals and can, I know, I know women that can do, uh, jobs way better than men can, you know, and I'm not talking about some, you know, foo-foo job. I'm talking about, you know, on the, on the steel or, you know, like in working heavy oh, equipment, hell yeah. I mean, you know, like building a deck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, I, I like it definitely had, like I said, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like uh, I feel like it touched on both. I, I definitely lean more towards women, but you know, because it's Barbie, right? Uh, but I just think like you're in your case, you, you're one of those guys that like you're you're like I see women as equals, and I see women as my better. But then there's a lot of fuckers out there that don't, you know? Absolutely. Then, like, I yeah. have I with the younger girls and everything. That's something like I know you grew up. You had a daughter and everything, and she's grown up and big and everything now. <laughs> like that's something that's that's shit i worry about all the time <laughs> oh it, like worrying about dudes treating my daughters wrong or the world treating them wrong and then it's just like uh hey, I, I mean i worry about it I, I, every day i wake up and hope my kids are like i'm gay and i'm like oh thank god you don't have to mess with me we're fine <laughs> we're fine we're good here all right fair enough fair enough not, not to say that the same-sex relationships can't be toxic to each other either <laughs> they, have, they absolutely could end up with the chick that's a dickhead too. So <laughs> that is one good way to look at it. I never really yeah. thought about it that way. I just uh, I, I'm fortunate that uh, you know my daughter grew up very headstrong and very uh, you know very motivated, and you know she didn't take shit from nobody along the way. Yeah. Um. You know, and so you know we're proud of where she's at, and you know. She's seems to be happy. I mean, she's not 100% happy at this job, but she's looking towards the future and what what can make it better and and I'm proud of her for all that shit. So um yeah, I I'm just fortunate that way. So yeah, the important thing is just like you're all you've always been great about it is just telling your kids they can do what they want, they can be creative and this and that and like go for it, you know? That's the important thing. And just hopefully they, at one point they get to where they can pick their fights and do it on their own. Because like I said, my daughter, she's in pre-K and she came home upset. And of course, Kayla had to tell me about it because one of her sister's friends was like, I don't, you're not my friend. I don't like you. It made her cry. And like my instinct was to be like, you just, you just kicked that kid's ass. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't say that. That's, it's not great. It's great. Not great advice. It was advice passed down to me by my father. It wasn't the best advice. Then. <laughs> it isn't the best advice now. I, but you know, what is the, what is the proper advice in, in that situation? You know, just, uh, grin, bear it, move on. Your life will be better without them. Or, you know, I, I just, what we told her was like, just ignore her and go, go make friends that are friends that are better. That won't make you sad. Mm -hmm, that's true. You know. There you go. Good. <sighs> She's got to figure it out on their own though, because you know, like I said, humans, people are shitheads. So you'll, you'll, you'll make friends <laughs> with plenty of shitheads. <laughs> some of those shitheads you'll keep around forever oh some of them you can't get rid of <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um i did uh i did start a new thing last night uh uh there's a new series on netflix and i know i'm supposed to be watching uh fucking only murders in the building and i have like a half dozen movies to watch that everybody keeps telling me you know dude dudes but um there's a new uh series on netflix called wrestlers have you seen this? No, but I'm going to kick your ass because you probably still haven't watched Heels. Have you? 
I haven't watched Heels. Remember, I told you, I was like, you would love this. It's about a small town wrestling federation. Oh, I, and uh, it just not- got canceled this week after really? its second season. Yeah, because Stars Stars canceled like their whole lineup, and it was like their best getting views show, which isn't saying a lot for Stars, and they still shit canned it. Is that is so? Is Heels on Netflix or is it on Stars? It's on. I watched it on Hulu. Hulu, but it might, yeah, but uh, it's Stephen Amell, Green Arrow, is oh. the main character, and that show is so good. Like you grew up with your dad doing the wrestle the, the the wrestling and the local federations and shit like that. This this show, albeit it's just two seasons, two fantastic seasons would would be your cup of tea because it's about a father running a that did run a wrestling federation like a local one right and he had a buddy that went and got big uh-huh. you know which like kind of reminds me of like the al snow thing with your uh-huh. dad and like and his son's trying to do the federation and like the current state of like small town wrestling compared to what it used to be like in the 80s because back in the 80s they were town celebrities and everything and but like as time's gone on you know if you're not like the big three or four you really don't mean shit anymore. Well, so. it's funny because this new show on Netflix called wrestlers is about Ohio Valley wrestling based out of Louisville, Kentucky run by Al snow. Oh shit. Is he in it? <laughs> he is in it. Yeah. All but... the way. I've only watched two episodes. I think there's only seven altogether, but uh, yeah, my old, my old buddy Al is uh, running running this Ohio Valley wrestling thing. And it's, it's the same deal. It's about the struggles of, you know, trying to make it happen with, uh, I don't want to say, well, it is, it's no name wrestlers that you're trying to, you know, that, uh, just trying to make it. I don't know how we ended up with the Netflix series, but, uh, I was, I I was, I was sat down last night. I was like, Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man, that's good too. It's all about where it lands because, like I said, like if Heels would have landed on a Netflix or a Hulu, uh, it would have, I would have been greenlit for more seasons, no problem. But like when you land on like Stars, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like nobody's watching Stars anymore. And, of course, and yeah, you put it on Hulu the next day, uh, and I can't remember if I pay for that or if it's just instantly on there. But like it just it hurts it hurts shows. So you end up on the wrong network. Uh, Heels has people show up too, like uh, Mick Foley shows up in there. Oh, a nice! Few times you got it. You got a bunch of wrestlers that pop in and play cameos. Of course, they're not like playing themselves; they're oh, playing right. different wrestlers and everything because they don't want Vince McMahon's people fucking coming after them. <laughs> but they do like name drop shit, like Vince McMahon and all that, right? Too. Well, I'm sure. Well, maybe you never know. Maybe Netflix or something will see it and pick it up. And I uh, hope so. In, in this so. day and age, if it's a good show, uh, it's, it, you know, they'll these companies like Netflix or uh, Paramount Plus or something like that will dump a shit ton of money into it. It's definitely worth the watch. And technically, as of right now, it's done. So, right. <laughs> two seasons, but it's good. I'll definitely check out The Wrestler, though. I didn't know. I seen it pop up, but I didn't know Al Snow was in it. Um, I saw, well, of course, I follow on Facebook and all that shit, and he posted a couple something about it. But uh, we were recording Indiana Chiefs fans, uh, um, the one that comes out on Thursday. And uh, we had Coach Rob because he went out with Gunner to the game, the Bears game this, the Bears this yeah. last weekend. And he was like, hey, you need to look at this. And I'm like, I said, I've seen it. 
but he goes, no, you need to watch this because you know, Al's in it. And I'm like, Oh, I did not just like a bit. He's like, no, he's in it, in it. And I'm like, okay. And as sure as shit, I tuned it in and there he was. I'm like, holy fuck. He's looks old. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind (laughs) of is. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Now, if you're watching this, I'm just fucking with you, man. You know, you look great. He does look great. Really. I mean, for, you know, um, for an older gentleman. Yeah. He still looks really good. He's definitely still stout and, uh, sporting a gray beard. What was it? We you were know. watching uh, the the Chucky TV show the other day, and Homeboy that played uh, the main character in uh, Idle Hands back in the day. Seth Green? No, Seth Green was just his dead buddy with the bottle on his head. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the the guy that had the fucking hand and everything. I can't remember his name. He's in there, and uh, Kayla was like, well, she saw his name in the credits, and she was like, who did he play? And then she looked it up, and she's like, holy shit, he was the dad. He doesn't look anything like he used to look. <laughs> that's okay we uh golden 80s that drops uh this dropped this last thursday we talk about revenge of the nerds oh you know it's a classic from the 80s it was a great one i've watched it a million times and i'm sitting there and we're we're talking about it and i you can hear me stop and and i'm like holy shit timothy busfield played poindexter in that fucking movie and i'm like Timothy Busfield was fucking Poindexter. I mean, to even look at the comparison of pictures, you don't even see it. But I mean, it's like, holy crap. So it's always amazing who comes in and who, you know, who falls through. And, who, you know, we talked about that in the Miami Vice episode. You know, Miami Vice was a kickoff for, I'll bet, a hundred different actors. You know, Lou Diamond Phillips to Ed O'Neill to, you know, just a shit ton. So it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's it's like we talked about the call guys. It's weird how like you watch like we watched that King Kong and it was like the only <laughs> actor you really knew <laughs> went on to do Tron and a bunch of other stuff. And he was right. the best part of that movie. And like, like I said, homegirl's acting now. She's an America Horror Story. But like you could I could fucking name another movie <laughs> she was in. I go from King Kong and 82 or whatever the hell to to now with American Horror Story. Yeah, uh, Jessica Lang, is that correct? Mm-hmm. So it's funny. I, I did listen to that episode, and uh, and you guys are talking about Kong, and of course you're talking about Scotty T, and that being, you know, I knew, I knew as soon as the question was asked that that what was it, the seventy seventy nine, I think was the, uh, is that right? Seventy yeah, yeah, that's right. It was in the seventy six, seventy eight, yeah, yeah, seventy seventy something. Yeah, I remember. Uh, well, I don't, I don't remember it like, like, you know, vividly or anything, but I remember going into the theater and seeing King Kong and, and that version of it and, uh, you know, having the t-shirts and the, and the, and the commemorative cups and all yeah, that shit. I, I, yeah. There's uh, <laughs> I actually have one of those cups. Him standing on the twin towers yeah. and, you know, I didn't know that was from that movie though. Yeah. I thought it was for the original movie. Cause like I said, I got this far in my life, not knowing about that one and King Kong being on the fucking twin towers. <laughs> so wait, have you watched the old 33 or 39 oh, yeah. or whatever? That's so the first I... King Kong I ever saw as a kid. I was at, uh, with uncle Harold. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he got it out on VHS. Yeah. Like, I knew that VHS was coming up. Yeah. He, he was, he was, he was like, he was like, this is when he's like, this is when movies didn't need color to be scary. <laughs> uh, 
No, what's that. scary is the animatronics that are in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Claymation and guys in monkey suits. Uh, oh, snap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I owe a lot of my movie taste to Uncle Harold watching like the TV movie Flash that uh, like it was like almost a two hour long TV special they put out on VHS with uh, fuck, what is his name? The the guy that played Flash back in the 70s that came back for or the 80s and came back and did played uh, his dad in the CW show. Uh, yeah, I can't think of his name. I can't right think now. of his John Wesley West John Wesley Snipes. I think and Wesley he's, Snipes is a black Wesley Snipes. Well, no, there's a, this guy has like the same name. I'm telling you, I'm fucking Googling it. <laughs> oh. But that uh, he, he had me watch that. He had me watch the was it the the butterscotch gang or some shit like that? What was it? The, was that an old Western? No, it was about they're kind of like a kids club. But like their buddy went off like he was like, I'm going to move. And then he went and joined a gang and became a shithead. And he came back and was like a problem for him. Ah, fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, they're. It, their their movie selection was really interesting. That house can like, albeit to how really religious they were. Right, right. Well, yeah, it, it, it's that back that back room. If I remember right, was kind of yeah. like the uh, the uh, sin zone. I guess is what what the easiest thing I could say was because yeah, you know that's where the TV was at, and that's where the movies were at, and you know that door stayed closed. <laughs> yeah, it had a poster of. Uh, I think it used to be. It had a pitch poster of like one of the karate kids, but not the original on it. So I'm thinking it was one of the bo- I think it was like Timmy's room before he moved out. Oh, right on. And I think they moved him out and then just left the poster <laughs> on the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. The good old days. exist. Well, everybody's up here visiting. We're sneaking to the back room to fucking play Atari yep. or some shit yep. like that. John Wesley ship. I was close. I was close. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just like, like I said, Uncle Harold, man, uh, I hope he's resting well. But he was—that was a rad dude. He took me to Pizza Hut as a kid after that church, which that was a scary experience. That was one of those yelly churches. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes, it was. Uh, and he would take us to Pizza Hut after it because kind of like like you did it, you made it through it. <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, and there's that salad bar, and I fucking I tell a story all the time. But like I I was like I don't want I was a kid. I was like I don't want lettuce and all that. And he's like that's where you're not thinking, kid. Come up here. He's like, you see where the lettuce goes? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you see all that pepperoni over there? I'm like, yeah. And he was like, just use the pepperoni instead of the lettuce. <laughs> Put the pepperoni in there and your bacon bits and your ranch and your cheese and your ham cubes. And he's like, it's like, it's like salad, but better. <laughs> and you make the same salad to this day, don't you? Yeah. Oh, you can't beat it, man. That's why I miss all those, those pizza huts with the salad bar. <laughs> Oh shit. Well, speaking of uh, uh Wesley Snipes, uh you know, since we did bring it up a second ago, uh I went through a rabbit hole today as as some of the stuff coming up for Golden 80s, we are going over the thriller uh vi- music video. That's what we're going to talk about coming up. So I yeah. did uh I was doing my research on it because it had been a minute and I'm like, fuck, I haven't watched this movie or I haven't watched yeah, this movie. I haven't so watched this good. video in forever. So I bring it up and I watch the whole thing through and I make a couple notes, you know, like you always do. And, and then it, of course I'm watching on YouTube and then it popped up and it's like, Hey, Michael Jackson's smooth criminal. And so thriller is like almost 14 minutes long. It's like some 13 and some change. Yep. Smooth criminal is like 14, 15 and some change. So I sat and watched the fucking entire video for uh, smooth criminal and pop popped up fucking bad. 
And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I'm already here and it's already starting to play. So I'm sitting there watching bad. This thing is almost 20 minutes long. And the first 10 minutes is just all movie. Yeah, dialogue. With Wesley Snipes as his friend that he comes back from from college or whatever, some prep school or wherever he's at. Wesley Snipes is his best friend that he comes back and gets into an argument with. (laughs) that's we were watching it's something you talked about on golden age too how you're talking about roku has music channels Uh uh-huh one night it was late at night uh we had friends over and it was just us and two other friends left and we popped it on and fucking we lost like five hours and just sitting there on the couch (laughs) just like because it was like the randomest shit like thrown on there it was like that old music video for like uh uh come come my lady you're my butterfly oh yeah yeah Shit yeah. like that. And then it plays this Michael Jackson video that I've never seen in my life that has Eddie Murphy in it as a pharaoh. Oh, oh yeah, I do know that one. I can't think of what it is, but I do know what you're I do know what you're talking about. And it was long too. Now, <laughs> albeit it wasn't 20 something fucking minutes, but it was like this whole like dialogue, and then it would stop in the middle of the music video, kill all the music, and he'd mm-hmm. be like running around talking and shit. That's <laughs> back when like put he'd put that shit out on VHS because Uncle Harold and my grandpa on my dad's side both had a VHS copy of Thriller. Uh-huh. And I'd put that shit in all the time because I loved Vincent Price and yeah. Vincent Price had the what hearing Vincent Price say y'all's neighborhood. <laughs> it's just something about it <laughs> that is just perfect. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah, I think that was one of the notes I made on on that was that you know Vincent Price was the greatest and uh, probably one oh, of yeah. the greatest voice actors ever. I mean, his voice is just it's a lot like Morgan Freeman, you know, when you it's hear iconic. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was so much fun going back and jumping through that rabbit hole and, uh, you know, watching some old Mike videos and and remembering when MTV was still MTV before they fucking whenever to whatever direction they're in. See, but. MTV for me, by the time I knew TRL from when I was living in Atwood, because you guys would talk about Carson Daly and have right. and stuff like that. But by the time uh, I was old enough to fucking control a remote, you know, to have like free roam of it because parents weren't around. It was fused for us because at that point, MTV had already right. kind of fucked off. You know, it was like if you want, went to MTV, it was it was like you were going to catch Snooky. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was before it was. Turn. Yeah, that was before it was just a rerun machine for ridiculousness. Oh, well, that is true, too, man. Uh, you know, uh, uh, damn, I, I'm fucking blanking on his name and I know it. Rob uh, Dyrdek. Yeah, there you go. Good Lord. Colton yeah. fueling that fucking DeLorean right yeah, now. But yelling it, was, at uh, <laughs> it was fuse for us. And I dug fuse because like it would it'd do your music videos. Uh, then I think fuse was the one with pop-up video in it too. And where it would have facts. That pop was, up. Uh, that was uh VH one VH one. Okay. Yep. And then in fuse, they would be like, they'd show you a bunch of music. And this was back when like the used and my chemical romance and everything was big. Right. And then they'd be like, okay, well, this week, Mike and McRomance is dropping uh, Famous Last Words music video. So here's an hour and 30 minute long documentary about them putting together this music video. And that was the music video where they literally burnt the parade float from Black Parade. Uh And they were like, we got one take of this because we got one float. And they're fucking drummer. First of all, they're kicking sand around everything during this video. So they're all getting sand in their eyes and shit. (laughs) And the drummer is so fucking close to this this parade float as it's burning to where as they're halfway through his skin literally starts to get burnt uh. from the heat. 
and right. he played through the whole thing. He did not fucking stop. And at the end of it, they showed him and he was like, his skin was peeling off of him and shit. Uh, and they're like, why didn't you say something? And he was like, you guys said we had one fucking take. <laughs> <laughs> one like, take. Shit like that. Shit like that was cool to watch. And like I said, it, I just, it still works. The formula still works because like I said, we sat down and watched like four hours of fucking music video back mm-hmm. to back and was like, fuck, it's three in the morning. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I should turn this shit off. Oh, I, I get, I, I'll, I'll get hooked on them. You know, I'll, we'll be, Bobby will throw it on while she's cleaning the house or whatever. And I'll walk through and I'll fucking stop. And, and the next thing I know, I'm four or five videos in, I'm like, fuck, I was going for a fucking piss a minute ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you talk about Michael Jackson, like one of those videos that I always stop and watch is alien ant farm. It's a fucking uh, music video for uh smooth criminal. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. That's a good music. video. Yeah. It is. I love watching that dude walk by and like swing his arm around and, touch the mailbox and the mailbox lights up. <laughs> That's good shit. It is. It is very good. Uh, access. Uh, now access has a lot of really good stuff on it. Uh, I think Sammy Hagar's road show is on there or whatever it's called, um, where he just goes around and interviews different people and then jams out with them. I mean, it's always fun to watch and, uh, they have a lot of really cool, um, documentaries on different bands and shit on there, which is always fun to watch, but they yeah, have like I the think... front man series, which, you know, like Bon Jovi and was one of them and, you know, just different ones. But yeah, think, good time. I think we're, we're, think we're, our attention span as like a community has shifted too far to like the 30 second clip mentality, you know? Right. And we're, and all this, like you were talking about before in the, uh, the 80s, uh, that real, I think the real start of it was like reality TV. Mm-hmm, absolutely because that's when companies found out how invested we'd get in other people's shit mm-hmm. and then eventually they launched social media platforms like well fucking people love watching survivor and big brother so why don't i make a website where people can watch everybody real time right and then that evolved from myspace to facebook to vine to tiktok and now like everybody's documenting every second of their life in like 30 second fucking clips yep and that's all people are fucking focused on so like we're li- like music is still a big part, but music is a big part in like as in like where can I break this song down to where I can utilize it for a certain clip and it blow up. So it's like as a whole, music is still here, but it's not really whole anymore. Right. It's not about like the it's not about like the journey or storytelling music anymore. Now it's just like, what's a hook that I could do that could be applied to people's uh tiktoks and all that jazz. absolutely a hook a hook has always been an extremely important thing in music period but now your songs are just hooks all the way through it's the same hook all the way through and you you get a three minute song of the same the same line over and over and over again i i used to get pissed at how much everybody loved bruce springsteen's born in the usa and i'm like he just says it he just says it like a million fucking times and i'm like there's no i mean it's you know it's a fun song but he repeats the same line over and over and over again and we've gone back to that with music today where it's just like you need that 30 second clip for somebody that actually writes a whole song who has a good a good hook that somebody will take that out and use it in their tiktok or their reels or whatever yeah it's great for them because you know well ed sharon's a prime example i mean he's got some great hooks i mean he's got great fucking stories uh for his songs and i would totally recommend his documentary on 
um do, do, do which one is it um uh it's an hbo matt it might no it's on disney plus i believe his his four uh four episode series that he has on there totally recommend that it's great fucking watch but he has such great hooks but he also has an entire song and i think that's you know perfect for him being able to sell all his music by those 30 second clips on tiktok or whatever well a song that i always use for reference for for this um have you ever heard the song i took a pill in a visa yeah absolutely okay so and you know how that's like a that's like a club song right yeah okay fun fact that's not the original version of that song the original version of the song by the by the same man minus the feet and the dj that remixed it uh-huh. is an acoustic song and it is a fucking sad song it's about it, 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 they cut out the part in the new in the in the version that got radio famous about him going back to his hometown because he blew it and everything uh-huh He's like, where people still think I'm famous, it you should definitely listen to it because this man poured his heart out in a song telling the story of his life, how he made it making the sunglasses song like a, a generic pop song. And then he blew all of his money because he was trying to be cool and keep up with everybody. And it ended with him having to go home with nothing. Uh, and his hometown is the only place where people still think he's famous. And it's acoustic. It's sad. And then the song that fucking blew up and went everywhere was that just remixed and poppy. And like, I always, I love to have people when we're to get together, I'm like, okay, let's listen to the original one. And they're like, yeah, this is great. And I was like, now next song. And they're like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I, you know, it's funny because you bring that up. Uh, I remember when I, I don't even remember how I know that, that story. And, you know, the fact that that line that took a pill in a visa to some, I can't think of what Avicii, I was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, I remember hearing the story about that line and how, you know, all this, went. uh, Mike Posner, Posner, uh, I think the biggest, yeah. I think the biggest thing I know why I did that because he says in the line, there's a line in that song where he says, you probably remember me for a song or something along that lines. Um, a song that you don't remember. Or you didn't uh, even know. Like I did a, or, yeah. It was, uh, I get along with the old timers. Cause my name's a reminder of a pop song. People forgot. It's yeah. one of the lines that always stick with me. It's because he was, he was a one hit wonder. He sang this, that song about sunglasses and people loved it. And then like he went on tour and when he went on tour, like nobody knew any of his other songs, but he didn't care. Cause like he said in the song, he was like, uh, was it, uh, I took a pill in Ibiza to show Vici I was cool. And then, uh, oh fuck, I'm trying to remember it. But eventually he's basically like, uh, uh, he was, he got sober 10 years later. And he got older and he was like, but fuck it. I guess it was something to do. And it's just right. like, and like I said, it's, it was storytelling music. And the only way that it got popular is they got remixed and made to seem happy. And as like I said, music originally was something that we used to tell stories. Right. And like, and it was from way back in the day to like the birth of blues 
uh, to old country with like songs like the gambler, you know, telling a story about <laughs> meeting a man on a train, telling you how to like make it through life. All right. And he just, just kind of dies on the train at night. Yeah. And like shit like that. And then nowadays it's just like, it's just a, it's just a hook and a catchy beat that could be utilized to be like, isn't this video funny or, and it just kind of makes you feel like we're evolving in reverse. Oh, absolutely. We're all be back in diapers before you know it. Because like, can you imagine like we, as we get older, like when we're, when you were 60 and you look back and like this music, this is, this is what I listened to as a kid or as I listened to as a teenager or as a, or as a young adult. And then imagine uh, your grandchildren and what music they will have to look back on when they're 60 but like this song came out when i was 13 and it was like it's just a, a rhythmic beat with like the same shit said <laughs> over and over again and they, they won't even they won't even attach it to uh the music itself they'll be like yes but you don't get it see this music went to this video and that's what made it good and the person <laughs> they're explaining it to is gonna be like what the fuck yeah what it was like yeah this isn't that great like this but when it's paired up to a cat playing guitar it's the fucking best song you've ever heard <laughs> a cat playing guitar i love it <laughs> so, I don't know, uh, but man. you know you're 100 right because you know this is why you love this song because you know it came with the video that uh of that cat and that's something you'll always you know, you know it'll stick with you forever but and to uh, keep it in the realm of like uh a paranormal like shit like this uh, like with the TikTok mentality and everything like that, it really makes me feel like I must have like a fucking old soul or something because I feel so fucking out of place with all this shit. <laughs> I really do. I don't have TikTok, and I'm not going to say that I don't get caught up on like uh, the Facebook things or yeah, they pop up because like I'm a fucking human. I'm like, hey, yeah, that looks interesting. I click on it and then I'm in a rabbit hole. But it's just like, I just, I, I don't know. That is the fastest fucking rabbit hole you'll ever go down to. Yeah, I've always felt at home in the uh, like with every uh, 80s horror, 80s movies, 80s music. That's just kind of always been my thing. And I tried at one point. I would ask Kayla. I was like, can I turn these fucking things off on my YouTube and my Facebook so they can't get me? <laughs> and there, and she's like, no, no, there's not. There is no option to take them off there. They're just there. And it's just like, stuck. well, that's fucked because like I could crank these things off. But then if I crank these off, you know, this is how I see people that I uh, don't see regularly, how they're doing right. and talk to them. So if I crank it off, I miss out on that. But then I also save myself from that. So it's, uh, it's a double edged sword, man. Yep. It's a double edged sword. I actually came home uh, the other night and I looked at Bobby and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with my Facebook? And she's like, what do you mean? I go, and I just started scrolling. I'm like, this is a suggestion. This is a ad. This is a, this is a something from, you know, this or that. Here's something from the chiefs. Here's something from flicker stick. And I'm like, there is, there's, I, I've been through eight posts and there's not a single friend post. I'm like, Oh, well, there's one from my friend, Tanya. And then I'll, less scroll and another, less. I'll scroll another eight. And then I'm like, Oh, there's one from, from a dog. Okay. And then I'll scroll another 10. And I'm like, and it's all ads or suggestions or sponsors. Or, and I'm like, Jesus, I, this is not why I'm on Facebook. I yeah. actually, the, the only reason that I stay on, and, and you said it, I mean, you do run across things that you, uh, that you don't know. And, you know, people you haven't seen in forever and you're kind of catching up with them. But on the same time, you know, the social media platform just for the podcasting world 
or else yeah. I'd probably shut it off too. I'd just be yeah. like, I don't need to be on there. Yeah, as a content creator, you don't really get much of a choice in that. Because if exactly. you're not on the social media, you're just you're just fucked. Yourself. Yep. Listen, speaking of uh, what we do for a living <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or what we do for a hobby, um, we are going to talk about the September review. Are you completely all caught up? Oh, absolutely. I listen to them as they come out, but then the day of, like today, uh, I go through and I punch in my notes, keep it all fresh. So I'm listening to the podcast at 1.5 speed, which is the only time I fucking do that. <laughs> and I will tell you, uh, at 1.5 speed, J-Dub, when she laughs, sounds like Theodore from fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, that's amazing. Straight uh, up. You got to try it one time. Punch it up to it and listen to her laugh. <laughs> and it sounds exactly like Theodore from Alvin and the Chipmunks when she she's laughs. A, it, she's a sassy Theodore. She's yeah. a sassy Theodore. Oh, come on. Well, Theodore was the sassiest out of those little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me start by saying I fucking love our listeners. Oh, absolutely. I love well, it's our, not the love. And, and look at my kick-ass Mothman Festival 2023 t-shirt that the straw man sent. He sent one for everybody in the group. I do have Logan's. I will get it to you. Um, but man, uh, the straw man to Mason, thank you so very much. I did send him a, uh, a message to thank him, but thanking him right here on the air. You know, this is one of the coolest things ever. Um you never, you know, we've talked about it many times before. Never in a million years did we think that uh, this, you know, something like this would happen. The other thing I want to say, and I didn't, I didn't breach it in my last, in the last couple, because we've been just so, so busy with new things coming up. Uh, we did go to Kansas City. We did meet Larissa, and she was fucking amazing. Uh, we sat there for, I bet, close to two hours uh talking to her and then just enjoying ourselves and and it mean literally like it was you know an old friend we hadn't seen in a while and and uh, she was great and i just want to thank her for taking the time out uh you know her day to come come down and meet us and and uh i can't wait to to get hooked up with her again and just hang out and and do whatever and when we when we have a little time in Kansas city, this next couple trips are going to be real quick. So I doubt that we're going to be able to see her, but yeah, she was amazing. Mason's amazing. Our fucking listeners are amazing. And I do believe, uh, you've got uh, a, a listener's got a small crush on you. Or, uh... <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> How quick I told Kayla about that. Like that. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. Somebody thinks my voice is soothing after listening to me and Team Tejas. Uh, <laughs> I'll fucking take it though. Um, she is she is pretty great. All of her uh, emails and stuff. I actually am going to address it in my uh, Vamptober um, episode because the latest email she sent me is is uh, is a little bit longer and it definitely needs uh, a full you know. Um, opening to a show to really address everything that she put in there so uh yahira when uh when you hear this you know that i'm 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 gonna get to it here in the next couple episodes and we're going to totally discuss your email because there's some great shit in there and it needs the focus that uh that it needs but our fans are fucking amazing dude i i'm 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 blown away by them and i love the emails and i love responding 
uh, crispy tenders, you know, had been having just full on conversations with him. Same thing with Mason, you know, back oh. and forth. And, and it's just amazing. I've been loving right. it. Crispy tenders would have been a really good handle for a trucker in the eighties. <laughs> like, come on back. This is crispy tenders over. <laughs> oh, they're cotton candy. <laughs> it's me. Crispy tenders. <laughs> I will say this to fans, though. If you ever run into me and Golden Jay, uh, I hope your fucking calendar is clear for the day because we don't shut the fuck up. No, we just talk, as you can tell. (laughs) So good luck. If you got somewhere to go, just fucking duck your head and fucking keep on walking. Yeah, if you see, well, no, come up and say hi. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to just be hi, though. (laughs) Yeah, but if you say, listen, I just wanted to meet you. I got to run. You know, we'll be like, hold on a second. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but no seriously uh i do love our fans and if you ever do run into us uh in the streets and you know i found uh, a couple people reached out that are uh that are really close to uh, to me uh you know one in warsaw one in plymouth and and uh wow that's just amazing in itself too so yeah crazy um but speaking of, you know, before we jump into the uh, September review, we do have Vamtober coming out. Yep. It does start uh, on Wednesday with J-Dub and her and the, the first story. And let me tell you, she is sassier than ever in this episode. Nice. So enjoy it. And that uh, comes out on Wednesday. Um, we do have a new opening. And, uh, you know, it just got finished up a few days ago. Uh, I want to throw this out right up front. I want to thank Chris from uh, Guys with Issues for doing uh, the voiceover work for uh, for this new intro. It is fucking amazing, and I hope you guys love it. I, I actually, this is, I mean, we've done some good ones in the past, but this is this one's pretty fucking great. He, he killed it. We gave him very little direction. We we're just like, but I think the most we threw out there was like Bella Lugosi. Dracula kind of thing and dude dude killed it sounds amazing love listening to all of his takes oh man the nerd and the dumb one were fucking the, oh, the, the nerd one was fucking badass <laughs> I fucking about fell on my chair listening to that one but yeah uh, definitely hit him up again sometime <laughs> that dude's that dude's got some voice acting chops for sure well Not to I mentioned he, he could have fucking killed it when radio was prominent he's got a radio voice for oh days. definitely yeah uh, I did send him a copy of it, uh, and he just I am me back. He said, This is sick. Now I just want to do more stuff. Gave me the itch. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> so bad. good. I, I think uh from what he did, what he did with all the different takes he sent us. I mean, I it's funny because you know, I studied voiceover and I did uh, I did some courses and stuff like that and was gonna try to get into it. And then I listened to him do that and go, and that's why I didn't get into it. <laughs> he does such a great job with, you know, the different accents and the different, uh, you know, stylings. And it's just yeah. amazing. It like uh, listen to stuff like that. Like it makes me sometimes I worry like about ego and everything. But then like when I think you're in a good spot uh, when you can hear somebody else that's creative and be like, this person is badass what can I do to work with them? Yeah. You know, yep. to where you're not like this person's so good. Fuck them. I, 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 <laughs> I could do it better if I tried. No, like when you, when you can be like, you can appreciate someone and be like, man, I'd really like to work with this person. They're talented. I think you're in all right headspace. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chris is definitely talented. And uh, if Absolutely. you guys, you guys get done with uh, today's episode of the other side, 
go to Spotify or Apple and check out Guys with Issues. Um, they are a comic book review podcast. Uh, you know, they're doing a great job. And actually, uh, I do believe Logan's going to be on an upcoming episode eventually. We don't know yeah. exactly when, but uh, we're trying to work something out. And yep. uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'll talk comic. I will honestly, let's what, what, what will Logan not talk about? <laughs> <laughs> you know but comic book something i've always been passionate about so i would absolutely love to get on there and we're in talks about it so eventually we'll get there yep it's coming but speaking of talented people i just want to shout out frankie vegas because i was telling golden jay before we got this going i binge listened to a bunch of golden 80s on a on a work ride the other day and uh hey, i love that guy uh you, i think the last <laughs> episode i listened to i listened to both wrestling ones i listened to andre the giant versus hulk hogan uh-huh and wrestlemania in the same stint i also listened to oh man i listened to so many that day uh kind of all blurs together uh the last one i listened to was uh the lost boys uh with chico yeah which i always love the lost the lost boys is a great flick yes uh and then uh i just fucking you're killing it frankie you both are killing it i love that show uh i know you're talking about possibly doing something for halloween I think you guys should do Halloween three because it has nothing to do with the franchise. <laughs> it was in the eighties and it is the best movie in that fucking franchise. Oh, I think, yeah, I think that came up in, in the last episode, in the last episode that we talked, uh, that we're not doing Halloween because uh, Halloween three sucks so bad. Halloween three <laughs> is a fantastic movie and I will fucking fight you over that it is I'm, a great movie it should have been its own movie they shouldn't have shoehorned it in there yeah it shouldn't be a halloween it shouldn't be halloween if i remember right i remember you saying that in a in a prior episode of uh team tejas and two i will say it any chance i fucking get <laughs> the soundtrack is, is amazing <laughs> the movie is amazing it should have just been it's called halloween three the season of the witch it should have just called season of the witch and fucking been its own thing, but movie studios are fucking <laughs> stupid. I should have. Uh, uh, we're gonna cover Nightmare on Elm Street because that's one of our favorite uh, favorite horror movies. I mean, I was a big Nightmare fan through all of them. I don't yeah. think I saw the newer one. I think after a new Nightmare, I, I think I kind of bailed out a little bit. That's I never fine. saw the new new one. That that's fine. Skip that. Yeah. That file, Freddy. Pass. Hard <laughs> pass. Just stick to stick to fucking the best. Is Dream Warriors? Yeah, oh, absolutely. The absolutely. song by Dawkins. Yep. It's a fucking it, amazing. Shame is he'll never be able to see that live because that guy cannot fucking touch those notes anymore. Yeah. Well, but you know, we can blame him for that. That shit was. But you can't. Yeah, Freddy's great, man. You're like, welcome to prime time, bitch. bitch. And shoves yeah. her head through the TV. Yeah, you oh. can't go wrong with that. Yeah, no, <laughs> you can't. Or the docking video at the very end where he's cuddled up with the Freddy's cuddled, yeah. cuddled up with the boy. Who were those guys? Those guys? Yeah, who were those guys? <laughs> yeah. No, Anyways, let's get to we've we've yeah. totally yeah, go. gone off a fucking rail here. Uh, this is why it is the other side. This is why yeah. we're doing what we're doing. We are doing September review. Uh, I'm gonna let you uh, take the lead on this and just uh, you know, I don't. I mean, I lived it, so I got I got you. So our first one of the month was episode 76, Alien Abductions, presented by J-Dub on August 30th. So this was we not we only... Didn't, wait, we didn't discuss Alien Abductions in the last episode? I thought we no, did. No, Alien Abductions was the 30th. It was the episode right after our first uh, our first uh, other side. Other side. All right. So it was enough. still technically in August. Fair enough. Uh, I didn't have that on my list. I'm fucked. 
Yeah, J-Dub. <laughs> oh, it's fine. That's fine. I got you covered here. J-Dub not only covering a case, but covering something that she is deeply fucking afraid of. Uh, and she killed it. Uh, fans wrote in saying that they loved it. Uh, I think the only person that didn't love it was Jada. Oh, she hated it. She oh, hated yeah. it. You, yeah. could, you could tell she was nervous. I mean, but like, to be fair, in the same, like, just a few weeks later, you know, we'll get to it. The rocker chick covered Wendigos and she was just as fucking nervous. <sighs> so listen, behind the scenes here, um, I there was some, there was some creative editing. Nothing, nothing, you know, no nothing horrific you know nothing like a lot of dead space that i had to take out of that episode because literally j-dub was just miserable covering that where it was just it bothered her so much she just had to stop and just kind of collect herself and then move on with the story um like i said it wasn't like anything where she would like broke down and start crying or anything like that but you know, just, you know, she, she was shake and she would just, she'd be talking and she'd get all flustered in her words and, and stuff like that. Um, the edit turned out really, really good. I was very, very happy with it. It wasn't something that, you know, uh, where I had to cut shit out and it, it didn't make any sense or anything like that. She did a great job of presenting this and the, the cuts that we made were very easy to make because she stopped set herself and then repeated and we got a really good take on it but yeah i the the actual episode and i know that people talk about this you know because she mentions it a couple times but being in the studio when she recorded that episode was you could just tell how uncomfortable she was talking about the subject because she is just not an alien fan and i asked her i was you know i said why why would you do that and she's like i did it for the people and i'm like yeah, well you, you did a great job for the people but you know is, is it worth making yourself uncomfortable you know we can cover it on a different in a different plane or whatever but she's like no i got a part two i'm working on i'm just trying to nice. get it all worked out so i'm like all right you go girl whatever you want to do i'm i'm behind you 100 i got yeah. you back Mad respect. I completely get it. Uh, because I think the only episode of Team Tejas that was kind of somber was uh Felipe's second part where he talked about his experience with the paranormal. Mm -hmm. And uh it I it was so relatable for me to where it affected me while I was recording, to where like a few times where I did speak up, like you could hear my voice crack. Right. And like and the room was uh, it was just a completely different energy for our team. Because like even afterwards, Matt and Bo were like, "Man, he's like you were pretty serious and you looked pretty upset." And I was like, "Yeah, it fucking hit close to home, man." And I was like, "His story, I was like, is relatable for me." And I was like, "And it made me uncomfortable." <laughs> right. Yeah, and, it's it's weird because you don't really you don't really think about it when you when you go to take on one of these stories about how it's going to affect you when you you know study it for for that long. And we'll I'll tell you a couple extra pieces when we talk about the Windigo episode too that. Uh, that that made that even more interesting when we went to record it well yeah it's just like with the murder nerds you know like you, you fucking engross yourself in true crime so much and these cases that are unsolved so you know no resolution no bad right. guy gets fucked in the end or somebody gets you know their gets their closure they need so you just fucking it's just you're spending these hours and hours just soaking up this stuff that just sticks with you right. not necessarily in a great way and then like j-dub covering something she's scared of uh i'm sure at some mental level it helps in the end of the day but like i'm sure it's like going it's like 
walking through hell to get to heaven type deal, you know, like (laughs) you're suffering all the way there. Right. Well, she did an amazing job and it it turned out to be a really great story. And like you said, a lot of people uh, emailed in and, and congratulated her on, on a good job and she did a great job. Yeah. And it's something we haven't really fucked with a whole lot in Tusop. We did cover, uh, was it the smiling man? which was mm-hmm. supposedly an alien. And then outside of that, like we, we mention aliens every now and then, uh, right. but it's not, not nothing that we've really covered straight on. And like, I would have never thought that it was going to be the person that was terrified aliens to be like, nah, fuck no. this. I got this. Give it here. Put me in coach. <laughs> you and me both. When she told me, I'm like, ah, are you sure you want? Yep. I got this. I'm like, okay. So, and then of course, you know, then I bought the alien mask. Cause and- you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah i am i am it's the wrong lady to do that to too because she'll put you in the ground she will do yeah Yeah. she she knows how to use guns she will uh use one on my ass so uh what's uh what is golden jay's thoughts on aliens i know that you've talked about you're like if you can look somebody can look you in the face and like there's nothing else out there they're just ignorant basically they're just like how can you how can you be so self-involved to where you think we are the only thing in this fucking yep. universe, let alone the universe is outside of ours to be even close to us, like intelligent flies. And well, and that, that's exactly, that's my, that's exactly how I feel about it. I think that the, the universe is so vast that to think that we are the only intelligent life out there is, is very self-centered and very arrogant and very ignorant. Um, you know, I don't really know why they would want to come here. You know, why this would be some sort of upset obsession. There's something here that, that keeps drawing them back. Um, and I don't know what that is, whether it's something in the earth, you know, whether, you know, below that they need, uh, you know, a lot of great alien movies have all kind of revolved around. They need our natural resources or some shit like that. So maybe there's something in the earth, Skinwalker Ranch is a prime example of, you know, almost almost guarantee that that's some sort of alien uh, premise that's that's over that triangle that they keep shooting fucking rockets at. <laughs> but uh, I think there's something in the in in the earth, whether it be some sort of magnetic thing that they're after or they're harvesting or you know my thought is is that they're fucking down there working underground taking out all the shit with you know inside their little invisible barrier nobody fucking can see them so i don't know you know there's a there's a million theories it's all you know it's all conspiracy theory type stuff but um i think they're here i think they're already among us and they've already you know established themselves and and uh you know we kind of know it that's why we make movies about it and and now that the government's really, you know, jumping on board the high ho that, yeah, they're here and we've done all these different things. And, and, you know, I saw a report from J. Edgar Hoover's granddaughter that says that he had a deal with them. Yeah. You know, that there's actual photos of him shaking hands with a giant green man and not the, not the ho, 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 green giant guy yeah. <laughs> talking about a big green alien. So I don't know, you know, I've never seen one. Um, I've never seen any, I've seen things in the sky that I can't explain, but nothing that I could ever say. Yeah. That's a flying saucer. My take is, uh, I agree to you. I think they've been here. 
I think they probably are here or not too far from here. I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat for a second. Okay. And uh, my, uh, my ideal, my ideology on this is that we are to them what mice and rats are to scientists. Um, I think, I think we are here because they come here because we are similar enough to them to where, you know how, when we have a disease, we test it, cures and vaccines, inoculations on rodents. I think that they come to us throughout time and we're that to them. Uh, it's like when stuff like the bubonic plague came out of nowhere and decimated our population and everything was like, okay, they're like, well, we got this thing now that's uh, hurting our things. We need to try to figure out how we're going to cure it. And they put it down there in test groups and they're like, all right, so they figured this out for them. How can we use it in this? Or they dealt with it this way. And like, I feel like we could be a test group for it. And I feel like they were, there's more prominent stuff uh, in past because we had less technology to do anything about it. Right. I mean, I feel like they have definitely influenced our culture in the past because there's a lot of things we can't really explain uh, about how human beings made this back in the day or this when like we can't even figure it out now. Right. And I feel like like they meddled back then, possibly. And that's then, a, does that like, take you back to the pyramids? Then is that where you yeah. is that a- Aztecs pyramids? Just like there's there's tons of things to where it'd be like which we cannot do today. We cannot recreate. Right. With the all the technology we have, but human beings were doing it before they even had like they barely developed the wheel, you know? Yeah. Uh and then on top of that, it's like I also think that they're part of why our technology spiked so quickly. You gotta think where we were at. And then Mm -hmm. Roswell, New Mexico happened, and then the massive jumps in science and technology. And just years after that, and like you can tell me all day long that you're like, oh, it's because of these people here. I'm like, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, it was smart people behind it, but it was smart people reverse engineering technology that we got our hands on, right? And but- not even on purpose. Like it's that, like I believe that something crashed and we took it and we did it ourselves because i don't think if there is something out there that they wanted us getting sophisticated enough to make the leaps and bounds that we did because i'm sure i'm sure shit that they don't want us up in space (laughs) (laughs) now with how we handle our planet i don't think they want us up there going to other planets and colonizing them they saw what we did once we got over from britain to america they don't want that happening to fucking other planets (laughs) (laughs) they fucked that one all right let's not let them don't tell them that there's a a giant uh, visqueen thing over Jupiter, and actually, it looks just like Earth. Yeah, there is. There's an episode in uh, the the newer X Files when they came back and did like two seasons. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That is called the Lost Art of Forehead Sweat, and it is one of those X Files shows that's like episodes that's like mainly jokey. Uh, and it's about this guy rolling up, and he was like, "I need your help, Molly and Scholar." And like, we don't know you. And he's like, "Yes, you do." I've always been around. We used to work together. And they're like, no, we don't under we don't know you. And uh, you know the Mandela effect, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, in that he was like, No, you guys, you guys are having the mingle effect. You're remembering it different. They're like, No, you mean the Mandela effect. He's like, No, 
your Mingala affecting the Mandela effect. He was like, you guys, you guys are all fucked up. And then it it rolls the classic X-Files uh, opening, right? Uh-huh. Where it plays the, the whistling song and that shows everything. And then in that opening, every clip that dude is in the back is in the, in the shots. <laughs> and he's trying, he's like, listen, they're, they're trying to get me. Uh, they know. Uh, and they know I know, and the, it turns out he's literally talking about a man called Doctor No, and he's the guy that's in charge of fucking Mingala affecting everybody to keep everybody going in the right direction. And the episode ends with Mulder being like, "They're taking this guy away in a crazy cart," uh, and they're taking him away. And he was like, "Hey man, if we really were friends, like, uh, how did it how did it end for us?" And he was like, "Oh, it was the best adventure, Mulder. We got all the answers you ever wanted." This fucking UFO comes down. And it, it's, show, it's showing what really what he thought happened. This UFO lands and this alien gets out of it and rides a Segway over to Mulder and Scully. And he drops the humble uh, the humble telescope, the one that we put like the golden record in and all that shit and shot uh-huh. to space back in the day. He drops it in front of them. It's all burnt and everything. And he was like, uh, I brought back your music sampler and <laughs> uh, this and that. Uh, us uh, members of the space committee have uh, decided that you humans are not bringing your best people to space. And they basically do the Donald Trump speech. He's like, <laughs> you're bringing your rapist, your criminals. <laughs> so we are building a giant wall, albeit an invisible space wall, but a giant wall to keep you out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just gets in his spaceship and fucks off. <laughs> and that's like, I feel like that's what aliens would be like. They'd be like, you guys just stay there. <laughs> yeah. Keep just, fucking up your planet and let's just, let's leave it at that. Yeah. You, you guys got this. You, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. It was a great episode. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> so let's move on to the next episode. Which is oh. episode 77. Oh. That is Chiller Filler, Visitors from the South, September 6th. <laughs> visitors from the South. Yeah, that would be when my parents came all the way up from Louisiana to visit with Team Boozers to discuss the many haunted places they have gone to and places they'd like to go in the future. They also, You guys also discussed satellite porn and favorite <laughs> cartoons. Uh, I got a side note on that favorite cartoons shit. Uh, the Smurfs fucking suck ass. Oh, Sorry, that's... Frankie Vegas, but they absolutely eat ass in the non-fun way. <laughs> Smurfs it... are awful. Only thing worse than Smurfs are the Snorks, and all they are are Smurfs under fucking water. Uh, Smurfs underwater, absolutely. But, you know, come on. The Smurfs were not that bad. It no, just... it was fucking awful. It just repeated the same storyline every fucking episode fucking Gargamel wants to, I guess, eat Smurfs. I don't even uh... know. I don't even know what he wanted. He wanted to eat them. That's the thing. Like his plot was like, oh fuck, I guess I'll eat them. They're delicious. I don't know. And the thing is, is a lot of people don't know this. Smurfette is not even a real fucking Smurf. Right. No, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all dudes. It was literally all dudes until Gargamel was like, I don't know, I'll make one and slap a vagina on it and throw it in there. Because he was like, (laughs) he's like, what will fuck these guys up? No more than anything. He was like, I got it, vagina. So let me ask you this. If Gargamel just wanted to eat Smurfs, why wouldn't he just fucking make a bunch of Smurfs if he made Smurfette? Because it's not the same. It's like eating a fucking impossible burger. <laughs> like, sure, it kind of tastes like it, but it's not the fucking same. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, yes, we did have a good visit, uh, uh, you know, with uh, with your mom and dad. Um Sorry, the audio was not that great, you know, uh, I, I, you know, 
they're not uh they're not podcasters so uh keeping everybody in a mic was always a little it's always a little tricky when people are not used to it yeah good luck um, getting my dad to lean into a mic that constantly <laughs> leans back when he sits um but yeah what a what a great time what a fun to talk about the myrtle plantation and uh we did discuss uh the hotel galvez just a little bit um and the, and the submarine that they went on yeah I can't remember the, the exact the name. The Myrtle of it. Plantation. Uh, I wanted to glance over that real quick because uh, we actually, my uh, one of my best friends, Caleb, his mom actually worked there. Really? Yeah, and she's always been like, "You guys should come out. You should come out." Especially after we got with the podcast and everything. But uh, the Myrtle Plantation, the one y'all were, the main thing you're all talking about, the main thing most people talk about, uh, is the prominent spirit out there, which is supposedly Chloe who was said to be, she was a slave, was said to be a slave that was eavesdropping through keyholes in the manor, leading to her getting uh, one of her ears cut off. Okay. Uh, and uh, she was put outside to work outside labor, uh, and she wanted to get back into the housework because the housework was more laid back. I'm not to say that it was easy, but it was inside with right. family. It was a more cushy job. Uh, so what she did is she baked a cake and boiled down some, uh, oleander leaves that are extremely poisonous with the tint of making the family ill. Uh, so she could like swoop in and be the one to cure them and get her job back, but it backfired and the poison ended up killing the children and the wife. And then after that, allegedly she was shortly, uh, after that was hunted down by the rest of the slaves and hung outside the house and then her body was dumped in the river. Right. In reality, there is no documents of the family ever owning a slave named Chloe, which you you find this out doing paranormal research. There's a lot right. of this person died, this person died, and th- this might have absolutely happened. They might just not have had documentation or documentation got lost because it's been forever ago. But there was no documentation of a slave of that name ever being owned, and the family did lose several members, but it was to yellow fever. The only confirmed murder that actually happened in the house, and this is a house where they say like 15 murders have happened. The only confirmed murder in the house was William Drew Winter, who was shot to death by a stranger. And uh, reportedly, he staggered into the house up the stairs only to collapse in his wife's arms dead at the 17th step in the house, where he supposedly still haunts that to this day. Uh, And it kind of seems like he's stuck in a death loop because everybody that sees him sees him crawl and slump his way up the stairs and then fall on the 17th step. So if anything, I don't even know if he's like a conscious spirit. If he's, he's just not a re- just like a, he's just a death loop. He's just right. constant. Every now and then relives. We talked about with the train thing, you know. Right. Just every now and then, he, his spirit just confused because it was such a violent and abrupt death. Like you said, he was shot by a stranger. So maybe his energy. Maybe it's not even a full spirit. Maybe it's just an energy of his spirit just replaying it like a shitty, like a shitty video on loop every now and then. <laughs> Which fuck man, if they're if that's a thing, oh. I hope that is not how I go down because I do not want to be a permanent fucking loop of my own end. That'd be yeah, awful. that that would be absolutely terrible. But uh, yeah, I I've heard the story of Chloe and the the poisoning and and all that. So I mean, I don't I don't even remember what we even touched on. I think it was just the baby, the the doll. I think your mom talked about and how she took several pictures, and then all of a sudden the doll was no longer in the picture. Yeah, which is crazy just in itself. But yeah, fuck dolls. <laughs> I'm not even scared of them. Just don't. 
<laughs> Nobody wants dolls. Um, what else did we discuss in that episode? You said we talked about uh, we did talk about internet porn. Or, yeah, you uh, talked about satellite porn, not internet. You got to talk about going out in the lawn and moving the satellite. <laughs> uh, you talked about Rocker Chick mentioned the hunt for Loch Ness that they're doing, which is still on the. I think they're still in the progress process of doing that right now. Right on. Did, is that the episode that she covered uh, the cemetery in Crown Point then too? Yeah. Yeah, okay. she touched on it for a listener. Yeah, uh, for Laura, for uh, oh, there you go. Uh, our uh, yeah, it's sad to say, but our our former neighbors out of Jellystone, they just sold their place and uh, they're moving out. Um, so I'm oh. going to miss Tom and Laura. I really enjoyed. Uh, well, you know, they're not dying or anything. I'll eventually see them again, but I'm not as often as uh, as I have in the, the last few years. So. They get tired of Yogi Bear still in their fucking picnic baskets. They just stole their picnic basket, boo boo. <laughs> Better than the snorks. Frankie. Better than, Better the, than snorks. the fucking snorks. Love the Smurfs. <laughs> oh, fuck the Smurfs. <laughs> but yeah, what a great visit. What a great, I mean, I enjoyed doing this chiller filler with them. It was just a lot of fun. No, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad they got on there. I'm happy they got down there and saw y'all. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I'd like to see y'all too sometime, but it's just hard to move with the the children. They don't have that oh, yeah. no more, so they can get up and go whenever they want nowadays. Well, don't forget, I did send a uh, box of goodies with your mom, so you need to go over there and get it from her. So, oh fuck, she can come here and give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably gonna have to go get it from her. Yeah, absolutely. But it is it's got some good shit in it, so you better get over and get there. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> I think the only thing else you guys touched on is you, uh, you know, every, you always got to sprinkle in your little yarn board about uh Bigfoot and aliens and all that jazz. And you guys briefly touched on that in there too. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, I've got this new thing. I got this new obsession with the uh, Bigfoot and Sasquatch, you know, the Sasquatch, the Yeti, the tech tech, the, you know, they're all connected. And I do, I got my, I went out and bought my red yarn so I can start working on my wall. It is popping up more and more today. Leaving work. I saw someone that had a decal that was like the skunk river, uh, Bigfoot something on the back of their truck. And I was like, I'll be it. Oh, son of a bitch. It's everywhere. It, it Bigfoot is be Bigfoot or Sasquatch, whichever you prefer to call. I mean, to me, it's the same thing, but, uh, has become very pop culture-ish and, like I said, uh, one of the girls has it on her fucking on her Jeep. You know, it's a license plate. I've seen uh, tailgate covers on pickup trucks, you know, with the Sasquatch laying on his side with a fucking raccoon covering his junk. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Jeeps, Jeeps with the the tire on the back with the tire cover that has the, the face of Sasquatch on it. It's become it just seems like it just seems like recently it's just become this really, really big pop culture thing to to have so he's uh he's becoming an ad icon he's as noticeable as your green giants and your snap crackle and pop and it's talking true. about missing out on branding opportunity you're like call him bigfoot call him sasquatch how about call him fucking skunk ape man you guys yeah. want some of your own bigfoot merchandise come on down to united states paranormal.com <laughs> get you a tank top of skunk ape pissing on a tent i know right 100 percent. he don't want you in his woods <laughs> I he might not for, maul you, but he'll pee on your shit. I use him for every uh YouTube uh um tiles now. So I mean when you go, you'll you'll see uh you'll see the skunk ape pissing on that tent. So you too can have 
that t-shirt please go buy a t-shirt please yeah, absolutely it's a great shirt <laughs> we're about to like so we're about to drop vamptober merch so oh, man. By, by the time this is up and running then that was it next 30 two days two, one days. day two days one day one day, one day. yeah, yeah so if you're, if you're listening to this on uh if you're listening to this then at midnight tonight the vamptober merch will drop yeah or is it 1 a.m no it'll be up, it'll be up midnight it'll be okay. up on midnight we got you all oh, right. there's a time difference. Depending on where you are, you know, midnight <laughs> Texas time. Texas that's where time. Logan. That's central. where Logan works. Central. <laughs> it's in Central time. Midnight Central time, which is one o'clock Eastern. So for those of for those of you in the Eastern time time <laughs> time, this whole fucking thing is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was basically all of it for chiller filler. You, you yeah, guys touch on a little bit of everything, but the chiller fillers are always fun. Yeah, they are. They're like no the, they're like doing the other relaxing. side every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. Excited. Just, I'm fairly certain us our opening was probably almost as long as chiller filler. <laughs> 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 Just today, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next one is episode 78, which is haunted Montana, aka the dawn of S Dub, presented by Golden Jay <laughs> on September 13th. The dawn of S Dub. S Dub. Listen, uh. You know, uh, having Sean in studio and and just being that little extra pick on on J Dub is so much fun. Uh, you know, it's you don't really you don't really think about those gouges, but man, he he got some good ones. Let me tell you, you know, just um, I think that uh, was it. Crispy Tenders that actually said that before he saw photos, she, you know, he envisioned her as Carrie Underwood, and he. And, what did he say? Like a really tiny, short kid. He's like tiny carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but just shit like that. Even when we weren't recording, there was there was a lot of little uh, little jabs, and it was just fun having him in the studio. And of course, you know, uh, as we record, we always do two episodes at a time. I don't think that's a big secret. Um, but you know, so he was there for the next episode, the Windigo episode. So you know, you just kept filtering through more and yep. more and more. Um, but yeah, Honda Montana. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch this because how can you not, you need to have, uh, Esta back and you need to have him cover his own story about zombies and it, the episode title can be Sean of the dead. Oh, snap. There you go. That'd be good. That'd be, be good. good. All right. Well, I'll, I'll pitch that to J dub and have her, uh, work up a good zombie story and then we'll bring him back in. So, uh, Montana haunted Montana was technically suggested by Rodney, right? I, yes, I believe so. Yeah. From, uh, and he's from Montana, I believe. And what golden Jay did was he picked out what he thought were the more interesting, not necessarily the most like well-known or exactly. the most haunted. He just picked out what was most interesting to him, Yep. which the first case you covered was the Western Heritage Center in Billing, Montana. Yes. Which is supposedly haunted by a girl named Priscilla and an elderly man who seems to enjoy the paintings in the building. Which they think is the actual artist. And I can't remember what it, what his name was right off the top of my head, but um, they think that the guy, the old man that enjoying these paintings of this particular artist are that artist. I, I just think I would be upset if I am in my spirit and like I have to I my thing is to fucking sit there and look at work I did while I was alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, fuck. I mean, it, that and the fact that, you know, you're like, uh, 
if you're staring at it and you're like, fuck, I could have done that better. Also, like you're going to watch it get fucking older and shittier throughout time. Watch some little dickhead come up and fucking write like eats ass on it or something. (laughs) He's just kind of picking his nose. There's a new booger on it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Yeah, I could see that. That sounds like a special kind of hell. And then you said you couldn't find anything on Priscilla as far as like if she died there or yeah, if she I, was a real person or not. I did some searching around. I mean, I, I didn't spend a, a ton of time digging around, but I thought that if, you know, I have several different styles or, you know, different wording in, in searches and I, Nobody really had anything on this little girl. Did you find something by chance? Did you look? I tried and I could not find Dick. Yeah. Well, good. Now I don't feel so bad that I didn't find anything because I mean, I don't even know why they call her Priscilla. They never really even said why they picked the name. My theory on that is like when people like where this name come from, where this come from, we know from research and just in general that malevolent spirits or demons wants you to think there's something you that you want to talk to so they can get in your head or get into your like so i mean if they're trying to sell themselves to you of course they're gonna be like oh i'm a little girl and my name's priscilla and so you will be like hey priscilla you want to come home with me and or something like that so that could have been where it started could be or somebody saw a fucking ball or a doll move and they're like oh it must be a kid ghost you know <laughs> meanwhile it's the same old man ghost just trying to get up enough energy to make somebody fucking realize he's there and he's like i did it i moved the doll and they're like oh are you a cute little girl <laughs> like, and he's like oh son of a bitch <laughs> fuck you go look no, at my I'm painting a, i'm a 60 year old artist i'm not a little girl i just the doll was the only thing that would fucking move <laughs> yeah i totally can see that i totally so. can see that we but yeah, I mean, it was the Heritage Center was was in Billings, Montana, and it was interesting. I mean, it was like I said, I just kind of picked out different ones. I mean, the next one, the o, the O'Fallon Historical uh, uh, Museum, I, there wasn't a lot about hauntings in that place. I just That's thought the sad sheriff. Sad yeah, sheriff. this yeah. yeah, I just thought the story building up to it was more interesting than the actual hauntings of it, even though they claim they think he's still there from the smell of cigarette smoke and some inappropriate uh, 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 comments or something that I forget, I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, I think that dude, what happened there is like, he saw the writing on the wall. The chick was like, could we take a little bit more time before we get married? That he's she's banging he, somebody yeah, else. He, he realized he was getting fucking friend zoned. She wasn't going <laughs> to marry him. So, you know, he opted out. And like, I imagine that's the inappropriate sock. You got to imagine if you ended your life because some chick was like, I don't know about this. He's probably fucking muttering really not nice things about uh-huh. homegirl. And they're like, uh, we're not going to repeat what he said because uh, we can't say the C word on national television. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what he said? It's like, you're going to ghost me. I'm really going to ghost you. Yeah, he and he absolutely fucking did <laughs> for the win. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, there wasn't a ton on the as far as like how it you know was haunted. I mean, the smells and and other stuff like that. But I just thought it was an interesting story building into it, and and that's why I picked that one. The next one was uh, the Bonanza in Virginia City, Montana. Yes, which was previously a hospital run by nuns. Yeah, the nuns. Yeah, I kind of, and I apologize to our listeners. I kind of actually blew it, blew it going into that. Uh, was it Irene? 
Is yeah. that yeah? Uh, I should have brought Irene into that story prior to when I did, because uh, you know there were claims that there's this this hooded uh, entity that walks down the street and then would go in there, and everybody thought it was Irene because she was like you know the one that that had uh, really spent most of her time there and and taking care of most of the people there and so on and so forth. So she became that that's who they think that entity is. And I should have brought her into the story. And, you know, it's funny when you go back to edit or go back and listen to it, you know, you're like, fuck, I missed that. I, I missed an opportunity there, but um, you know, we did bring her in a little bit later. I did bring her in a little bit later in the story. And, but, you know, I think that's the most important part of that, but uh, I love the, um, the blog post that I, that I read from somebody who had actually spent a lot of time there and just the fact that she could hear the water sloshing in a bowl, you know, and you know, back then that's how they, that's how they took care of their patients. You know, yeah. they had a water bowl there and they, you know, the rags were being rinsed out, whether it be blood or, or, you know, whatever the case may be that they were rinsing out. You can just, I mean, you can see it. I can envision that little fucking table there with that white bowl and a nun, you know, wringing out a fucking towel to go and clean up their patient or whatever. Yeah, the and the part that like uh made me think the most about that uh is the fact that it's the ghost of a nun and like you would think that that uh spiritually and everything like when a nun dies you figure they wouldn't be here no more. Right. Because in their ideology they're going to heaven or whatnot. But then it hit me and I was like no because if spirits work the way we think and like an unfinished business can hold you here uh, fuck it what's gonna stop and uh if anybody's gonna have unfinished business i really feel like it would be a nun because you know they they're so used to helping everybody uh like why wouldn't their spirit be stuck here because they're like oh my work here's not done right and is she if they're still hearing her walk down the hallway with a bucket of water and like stuff that she would have done like in her task caring for the elderly and everything maybe her spirit is stuck here because it's like my work here's not done so hopefully well, and she that's passes a, eventually. Uh, that's absolutely correct because I in, in that blog post, you know, the girl talked about the door opening and closing that she was checking, she was checking on her, you know, just looking in on her. So yeah, absolutely. Her work there is not done. She's still there caring for uh, you know, however uh, a, a ghost nun can care yeah. for somebody, but um and it, that's the most like the host the most hostile thing that happened there was like people getting poked or pinched and i don't know how much time you spend at a catholic church but when you're doing something that a nun doesn't like i want you to stop you know what they'll do they'll fucking poke you or they'll fucking pinch you right they'll be like hey fucking cut it out minus the fucking part you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll smack you in the in the uh oh, they'll fucking hit you with a ruler and yeah. they'll fucking and <laughs> quick as shit they are fast but yeah, no, that's the that that makes sense to me. Like if, like I said, the spirit just lingering because she feels like the work's not done. I could see that. Absolutely, absolutely. And then what was after that? That was after that was the Montana Terrestrial Prison in Deer yes. Lodge, Montana. Yes. Which was operational from 1871 to the late 1970s. Uh, much like most prisons, this building was plagued by death, murders, suicides, and even a massive riot in 1959. They claimed the lives of officers and prisoners. Yep. Uh, the place is host to apparitions, uh, ghostly noises, poltergeist-like activity, 
uh, one of the most well most well known haunters. It was Turkey Pete. Turkey Pete, which was the former convicted murderer. Yes, and I do believe, uh, if I remember correctly, the uh, guy that uh, that kind of uh, got the whole riot thing going, him and his partner, uh, he ended up killing his partner and then killing himself yep. before. Uh, yeah, murder suicide. Uh, yeah. And so they're still there somewhere, I guess, too. So, oh, yeah, I would imagine. Um, yeah, you know, we're it's we're back to these, we're back to these, uh, these prisons, and you know, the prisons and sanatoriums are a lot, a lot alike, you know, where you know, misery, torture, pain, um, you know, it just it just seeps in the walls, yeah. and you know, it's hard to. It's hard to even think about these places not being haunted with all the oh, yeah. all the misery that went on inside of them. And this one's no different. I mean, it's just uh, it's, you know, once again, it's probably one of the most haunted places in Montana. Yeah. Energy's got to go somewhere, you know? Yeah. It doesn't just it doesn't just fuck off. So like places like that. Absolutely. All like you said, all that misery and that hate and that pain and violence and torture. It's all going somewhere. Yeah. So even if the spirits move on like their negative energy i've i really absolutely believe can affect the presence of a place for the rest of forever oh absolutely absolutely just like it's like you said just like your sanatoriums and all that jazz or these hospitals where doctors were doing fucking awful shit you know these lob- the, the lobotomies are the worst and oh, it, yeah. and it's it's so interesting to go back and research some of these that did lobotomies in them and they're like they didn't really need to do it. They just did it to do it. Oh, yeah. Back in the day where a guy could literally be like, I'm tired of my wife, so I'm going to say she's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Drop her off here, get her lobotomized, and go get me a new one. Yeah. I'm trading her in for two 20-year-olds. Fucking, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking scary as shit. Uh, oh, man. But it happened, and it happened a lot. And a lot of the stories I researched, it was like, I think, uh, I can't remember which one it was now that I did where the first patient was somebody's wife that he dumped off and is like, she's nuts. Oh yeah. No, it's fucked. It's a, uh, it's something a lot of people don't talk about is that uh, president JFK had a fucking sister that got, she wasn't even going to be born fucked up. But uh, when she was being born, uh, the father w- or the, the, the nurse and the mother would not let the baby be born until the dad got there. So they literally held this fucking baby inside this woman. Mm. So the baby came out with brain damage. Yeah, because they uh, said that's the oxygen supply yeah. and all that was now. Yeah, all because of like, they're like, we can't have it until the master gets home. And uh, his dad was a big fan of that fucking, uh, trying to remember what it's called. Uh, people are yelling at the radio right now, but it's the thing where... Uh, was it Nugenics or something? I fuck it. I can't remember. It's where they believed in breeding people of higher pedigree together to oh, right make on. better people. Nugenics or something like that. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Uh, he was a firm believer in everything, and he ended up having a daughter that was not mentally right because of stupid shit. Right. So he kept her locked away and everything, and eventually he told... And she was still functioning. She was still a functioning human. She just wasn't all there. Uh, and he told the family, all the kids and everything, including JFK, that they sent her off to a fucking boarding school. But what they really did was send her off to a fucking place where they fucking lobotomized her. And it didn't take like a normal lobotomy. It didn't completely ruin her. Uh, and eventually in his adult life, uh, JFK found out 
And when he did, that's when he made a big push for uh, championing for special needs people and his older sister championed for the Special Olympics and helped found it. And the funny thing about all of this, you know how all the Kennedys had like a curse of dying young and everything? Right. She outlived every <laughs> one of those motherfuckers. <laughs> Dad, brother, sister, she lived the longest out of all of them. And rightfully so. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh let's move on to the last one. Oh, that's that's not the last one, dog. There's we got two no guys. no the last one in Haunted Montana. Oh, oh Haunted Montana. What? Yeah. There's one oh, more yeah. Bear Cannon Campground. Yeah. In Bozeman, Montana. I thought the girls would get a kick out of this one since it's a campground. I just thought that's why I picked this one. Yeah, you don't hear a lot about haunted campgrounds. No, you don't hear anything about haunted campgrounds. I mean uh, every once in a while, you'll get uh, a serial killer that kills, you know, Girl Scouts in in the camp or whatever. Ooh, but, don't fucking yeah. remind me of that. That was a rough <laughs> fucking. Oh. That one fucking stuck with me for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. So what was that Camp Murderers? I do believe, wasn't it? Yeah, sure was. Where yeah. everybody let down the fucking Girl Scouts. Everybody had their heads firmly up their up ass. To, oh, one hundred. They had a pre warning. On uh, go back and watch Camp Murderers if you haven't. If you want to be really fucking mad at a bunch of adults, they had a fucking killer right in and be like, hey, I'm going to murder people on this weekend. And they're like, nah, I'll be fine. We'll in the Girl Scouts. <laughs> and we'll put three of them closest to, you know, the farthest uh, away out in the middle of this fucking woods. And, and then we'll wonder all act why. like we're fucking surprised when they're all dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking cheese. <laughs> but yeah, as far as a haunted campground, I've never heard of a haunted campground. I have theories about this haunted campground. All right. Talk to me. Okay. So this is a home of another female spirit in a white dress, which is something we're all familiar with. Uh, La Llorona, the white, the white dressed woman is like a very common spirit. Uh, (laughs) But this time it's in the form of a little girl. Uh, And the way the spirit acts uh, and the fact that she leaves behind the smell of tobacco makes me think it's, it's, it's not what it it's, it's not what it is. I I don't think it's a little girl's spirit. I think it's I think it's something else because the way you talked about this thing luring females out uh-huh. to the woods and all that shit this makes me this gives me uh this gives me uh skinwalker skinwalker vibes mm-hmm. this gives me if not even skinwalker uh, some kind of malevolent spirit or entity because like I said the the fact that it leaves behind the smell of something just reminds me a lot of how demons leave behind the smell of sulfur. And it's usually right. something you don't have a lot of spirits that like, be like, Oh, it left behind this specific smell. Usually it's something more diabolical. And the fact that it's luring people of a certain class out there, it makes it, it makes me think it's, it's something completely different. And I believe it was mainly females that they was trying to get out there. Wasn't yeah. That right. Which, yeah. Which like, if it was a little girl spirit, why would it be luring female older women out there to like meet their demise? Yeah. And why the think... hell would it smell like tobacco? Mm. She's firing so, up a J. Yeah, I don't fucking know what's going on there, but it ain't no little girl. So you smell fucking tobacco or fucking the electric lettuce out in the fucking woods. Fucking kick bail. Yeah. Yeah. Bail out of there. Because like I said, that sounds a little iffy to me. That when you started saying that, and I was listening to it. And I was like, I, I feel like that might be an actual fucking creature. It's like we talked about the shimmering man. You know, it's out there being like saying stuff like help me and mm-hmm. stuff like that just trying to get people out where they're prone to where it can get the drop on them 
Man, I tell you what, the mimic and and the glimmer man and 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 the skin. The, I don't know so much. It was the glimmer man that was the one that I believe that me personally believed that uh, was calling for help. I still say that's a skinwalker or oh, absolutely uh, or uh, what was the what's the other one? Um, starts with a G. Um, crap i just had it too uh anyways but you know that mimic the mimic the sounds to, to draw people out and you know basically um uh send them their demise or fucking attack and kill them i mean yeah you know there's a reason that that these things sound like a helpless woman or a, a baby even crying you know you've seen that several times in different uh different things where it's like that sounds like a baby crying. We got to go find out what's, what the hell's going on. And they lure you out into the woods. You get lost or you fall off a cliff or you fucking end up dead. And once again, you know, we hear tales of people who survived it. We don't hear tales of people who don't. Well, people that fucking didn't. Yeah. You know, your tales of the people that were smart enough to be like, and I dropped my fancy binoculars and hauled ass the other way. <laughs> because the guy that was like, no, I'm gonna go check this out. Doesn't come back to fucking tell the story about it. Yep, exactly. But so. uh, yeah, so that was uh, Bear Canyon Campground in Bozeman, Montana. A place I will not be going anytime soon. <laughs> Probably not me either. Um, but yeah, I do believe that was Rodney that sent in that uh, that's a suggestion. I love doing these, uh, you know, these little five haunted, you know, places of, I mean, I've got uh, 50 more states or, you know, so to get to. So I can uh, I can work that out. I, I love doing these because you don't spend you don't spend so much time digging, digging around, trying to get the full story and get, and making an interesting hour episode. Yeah. You can, you know, break it down and, and, you know, find five interesting places and tell, you know, a quick story about each of them and, and, uh, you know, move on from there and keep it interesting in my opinion. But so I've enjoyed doing haunted Indiana and now haunted Montana. I think George is coming up, but, uh, I do believe I promised Mason that at one point we've got to get to the cryptids of West Virginia. So, oh yeah, West Virginia is just littered with the fuckers. <laughs> so that's on my radar at this point too. But I have a, you know, I love the suggestions. Everybody, keep them coming. The United States of Paranormal at Gmail dot com. Absolutely. Speaking of cryptids, that brings oh. us around to episode seventy nine, which was the Wendigo presented by the Rocker Chick on September twentieth. The Wendigo oh. is an interesting one. Uh, that is that is, that is something. Uh, I've got a friend that every year Renaissance Festival has a full fledged Wendigo costume that she built with like a really? working working skull and everything. Oh and it wow, looks amazing! You uh, have to take a picture of that this year and send it to oh, me. Yeah, so absolutely. I can see it. But Listen, these, these guys are fucking. They're, no matter where you read about them, they're terrifying. Terrifying. And I don't think, okay, so this is another listener, uh, uh, you know, listener, uh, what am I, what word am I looking for? Suggestion. Suggestion. Yeah. And this comes from crispy tenders. I do believe. Um, so, you know, the rocker chick took it on and I don't think she was nearly quite ready for what she was about to dig into. I don't know that she, everybody knows the the name Wendigo. I mean, we've all heard it, you know, I, I've never really looked too deep into it. And uh, so she's doing all this research and she's getting down in there and she's like, this is a miserable creature. And it is very close to, to us, you know, as far as 
geographically, you know, Canada's, you know, not that far away. Wisconsin's, you know, or in Minnesota are not that far away. And it's so funny because she's now she's watched all these YouTube videos and, and documentaries and all this stuff on the Wendigo. And she goes to take the dog outside and there were raccoons or something fucking across this across the road, <laughs> making all kinds of noise. And she was literally freaked out, like horribly freaked out. She goes, like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. And I'm like, I think it'll be okay. And she's like, you don't understand. It could be a Wendigo. They're that close. And so when she got into telling the story of the Wendigo, it's just like J-Dub's alien story. She was just, and she was miserable and she ran it really, really fast. You'll notice that that, I think that episode's a little bit shorter because she just kind of told the story really quick. And, uh, and that was that, you know, it was like, she it was all she could do to just to kind of keep her composure to to put it down but you know we've talked about this multiple times in just this episode you know deep diving into something that literally will scare the fuck out of you is is hard to do yeah my uh two things that come to mind to me always well first of all you're talking about them being close to you guys and that's because they're well associated with snow because right snow is well associated with people being locked in and breaking down and having to eat somebody and which leads to <laughs> the Wendigo. Right. Which uh this brings me to two big things in history that I think uh I've always thought of when it comes to Wendigos and think they might have had something to do with it. And one being the Donner Party. Okay. Uh and the other with the one that I'm more most interested in is the settlement of Roanoke. Okay. Which I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Uh, but Roanoke was a colony founded in 1585 by Sir Walter Raleigh. It was one of the first attempts to settle in America. Um, they dropped off about 121 people. Uh, and then they did what they did back in the day. They took the ship back to Britain to load right. it back up. And they met some stuff that fucked with their time. So it was about another five years before they came back. And they brought a bunch of more people back. Uh, in 1550, uh, expecting to bring him back to a fully colonized area. Right. Uh, and when the ship of colonists arrived, they found the colony completely fortified, but completely abandoned with zero trace of 121 people. Uh, the only thing uh, notable left behind was the word Croatoan in capital letters carved into the structure. And still to this day, no one knows what the fuck happened to any of them. And uh, I just think like same with the Donner party where they were all locked in the mountains and they did eat each other. And then like, they didn't know what happened to the rest of them. I think it's fully possible that, you know, I mean, they could have been native Americans. It could have been, there was no sign of a struggle. I like said the place was fortified, right? But there was no sign of, there was no arrows in the walls or sign of struggle. They were just gone. And I think one of the plausible things for that could be is Wendigos. They survived. They, they were there for, what, five fucking winters. Uh, and the place was fortified like they wanted to keep something out. But, like, if some of these people did eat each other and become a Wendigo or or if you believe that it's just the Wendigo psychosis and they went nuts, uh, maybe they – ate who they ate and then they fucked off into the snow you know right and then they're just out there living wherever 
I mean, that's just my take. That's a good take on that. I mean, I mean, that would make a lot something make a lot of sense. I, the Donner party was a little more. Um, I mean, you know, they were stuck and had no food and, you know, the opportunity was there for meat and substance off of these, these people who'd already passed away in this plane crash. So I could totally see that just being, uh, the circumstances of the situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, to go back to that, why not? I mean, why wouldn't that be something that, you know, here's a brand new colony and the Wendigo comes along and says, well, what the fuck we got going on here? For, Looks yeah, like for an opportunity. For 121 people to just be fucking gone. Right. With no sign of fucking struggle. Uh, and like, that's just fucking, that's insane. Yeah, it's pretty that's weird. one of those things that we're like, they've looked. Uh, archaeologists looked people looked back then i mean fuck america was settled uh right. and there's rumors and stuff there's like maybe they act maybe they went and joined a tribe maybe they did this maybe they did that and it was just one of those things we'll never really fucking know but right. i really feel like i really feel like there's got to be something more going on there but that's just my personal take on it i can i can totally back that i could totally get behind that theory 100 percent and I absolutely, but I can, I can take it both ways though, too, because I can believe if somebody breaks down and eats a person that they fucking mentally snap and then they become something less than human. Right. So, well, and it goes back to, I think uh, she talked about that, the, the older man in the back of the bus in that episode, yeah, that was fucked up. And I still, I still get behind the idea that we lean on, um, uh, that uh, excuse that we're psychologically unfit for trial, you know, that becomes a crutch that people use to try to get out of, you know, when they've done something stupid and, you know, eating a kid in the what? back of the bus is pretty fucking stupid. What the fuck makes you want to eat a person in the back of the bus in the first place, though? <laughs> I mean, if anything, I'd argue <clears throat> that man was fucking insane because what? who the fuck sits down with a pocket knife and is like, I'm going to eat this fucker? <laughs> well, I mean... Like, if, if they came back and was like, yeah, dude was on bath salts, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah. they're like, if dude comes back and like, no, nah, he pissed clean, man, not drug in the system. I was like, so he just sat down and made the decision to fucking turn some dude into Chef Boyardee. All right. Well, did we ever we ever specify what uh, race the uh, kid was? Was he, you know? I have no fucking idea. I mean, maybe he had that. Uh, maybe he had that uh, very uh, tan skin, like a Hawaiian, you know, Hawaiian uh, native, and it just looked like a nice juicy piece of chicken. <laughs> I don't know, man. That guy. Either way, you can sit down on a fucking public transportation and make the conscious decision to eat a motherfucker. <laughs> you are mentally unstable, but I don't know that I would lock you up with other crazy people because that's like sitting you down at a fucking buffet. Well, I mean, you know, it's the same point of that is though. I mean, you you know, you're about to save on meals, and oh, we have to pay. We won't have to pay for. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like back in the day when uh, that Florida thing happened, where that guy got on fucking bath salts and yeah. was eating that man's face. If I was that cop and rolled up on that scene and homeboy, that homeboy looked up at him from eating someone's face and growled at him. Uh-huh. Done. I would have put fucking every bullet in my clip into him. 
Absolutely. And they had been like, you're fired. I'm like, that's okay. That's fine. I saved the world from the fucking zombie apocalypse <laughs> because my brain's not instantly going bath salts. My brain's instantly going, that guy's eating that man's face and just fucking growled at me. Yep. I'm fucking putting him down. And then I'm, and then they were like, the guy that he was eating was still alive. Right. And is live this day. I would have absolutely went to jail because I would have put fucking two in him too. <laughs> I'm like, no, this fucker's about to get up and try to eat me too. And just been like, pop, pop. And they're like, we're done here. That is called the double tap. Yeah, if you're you've welcome, ever, world. If you've ever seen Zombieland, you know you got to do the double tap. So like I saved bang, us bang. all. <laughs> I ain't cut out for it. That's but why yeah. Logan doesn't walk around carrying a gun. When to go was an extremely, extremely interesting uh, uh, storyline. So maybe we'll get more into that somewhere down the lines. Maybe it'll tie into something else too with Bigfoot or aliens. You never know. Well, yeah, it had a lot of, I had a lot. You guys did talk about like maybe possibly alien ties and then spiritual ties. And you even talked about manifestation, you know, right. which leads us around to something we talked about last time with the tulpas and everything. So, he, yeah, who knows? Who fucking knows? I don't know. We just keep talking about it. You that's what we're keep, here for. We speculate. <laughs> it is just an opinion, people. Yep. <clears throat> that brings right. us to the last one. Uh, the last one. Today's episode. Well, today for me is wednesday yeah. uh episode 80 southern indiana paranormal society day with amanda and say it with me jeremy bailey bailey yes bailey totally messed that up didn't i yeah <laughs> well okay to be to be a hundred percent open about what happened um it was j-dub's fault it, it's always <laughs> j-dub's fault um i wanted to use uh riverside because uh, I thought I would get a cleaner recording than the Zoom, and uh, I had everything set up in you know in the studio. It's a set up a certain way, and I had to move some things around. And I have them on the Riverside. I've got their video, but I can't hear them. And you know, you know how that goes, man. You just get frustrated and panicky because now I don't want to waste their time because you know they gave, they literally went and hired a babysitter. Uh, to watch their kids while they come and did this show and i didn't want to waste their time and i and i was frustrated and and so when i finally did get everything fixed we we started the show right away and boom i totally fucked up her name and i felt so terrible i thought about trying to edit it out and i was like you know what dumbass that is your that is your mistake to own yep so i lost a bear (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we're good. So yeah, so we up. had uh Sips rolled in and they talked to Boozers. Uh these ladies are moms, business women, and they've got a big passion for the supernatural and otherworldly ob- objects. They talked about the crystals, uh tarot cards. These ladies seem like they got they're they're doing a little bit of everything and they were super interesting to listen to talk. I I really 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 enjoyed talking with them. Uh you know, we swapped emails up until up until recording time. And I had a really good feeling about it. Uh, I went out and did the research on them for, for my own personal. So going into it, instead of just going into an interview style thing, you know, I wanted to know a little bit more about them. They have some great clips on their social media. Um, they also uh, the, um, just uh, the fact that they were in Warsaw, which just was hilarious to me. Because J Dub knew it, she never told me. 
Yeah. I mean, once I started doing my, my research, I'm like, wait, and you know, she never mentioned it to them when she reached out to them. Um, where you're from. Yeah. yeah. I miss, remember them mentioning, they were trying to pronounce Kosciuszko County. And I was like, <laughs> motherfuck, that's who you're talking to. I was like, what? Yeah. If, uh, if you go back and watch the video, when, when she mentions it, you probably just see me smile really big because I'm like, yeah, we're about to get, we're about to fucking lay some shit down in front of them because they're, we're about to realize that that's where we're from. But yep. Uh, yeah, enjoyed, enjoyed talking to them very much. Um, uh, I need to, I've been on Cooper's cups, doc, Cooper's crystals. I don't know why I keep calling it cup. Cause I think it has to do with the football player, but it's Cooper's crystals.com. I've been on there. Uh, I'm getting ready to order a couple things off there. She's got some great looking merch on there. So I checked that out today too. And that yeah. is for listeners. That is C O O P E R. S C R Y S T A L S dot com dot com dot com. Now she also has uh social media for that, but I didn't get that on the socials, so uh, it's not in the show notes, just uh, just mainly the sips thing and then just the direct line to uh, yeah, to her website. But go check it out. Um, I did email them after we were done. She Amanda emailed me and, and thanked us again and said they had a great time. And I said, listen, I said, uh, I, I want to keep this relationship going. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to you guys. You guys seem really down to earth and very vested in your paranormal research. I said, I definitely want to keep, uh, keep close ties with each other. I want to know about what adventures you're going on and what you find and, you know, just keep us in the loop. Um, and, you know, hopefully, when you do decide to come back up to Warsaw to do the, the old jail again, we are definitely in to go with you. And apparently I'm going to spend five minutes in the, uh, uh, what is it? The, what room is that? Oh, fuck. The solitary room. Solitary. Yeah. Sol- I know exactly what prison you're talking about too. It's that one. Yeah. 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 It's just like a block North of main street down there. I stood there um, a few, uh, oh God, was it last year? I think it was Montana's bridal shower and they had it at the uh, 110 meadery downtown. And after we got everything unloaded, we ended up parking back behind, which put me right in front of the jail. And I remember standing there for like five minutes, just staring at the windows, waiting for something to peek out at me. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> like has that, those vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, this place is supposed to be haunted to see if something he peeks out, but. I remember right. They're used to when I was a kid, I think they had like a wax figure or a dummy like near one of those windows. They used to have like a striped suit on. Oh, yeah. Like back in the day. I remember staring at that place all the time as a kid and being like, ah, fuck that place. <laughs> yeah, because didn't your mom have an office like right there? Right near there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 So it, we'll see. Uh, hopefully they're, they're talking maybe November. Nice. about coming back up we'll we'll see like i said i just, i want to keep close to them they seem like uh really nice people and and it i think you know it's not gonna hurt us to just stay in touch so yeah no and if you guys are i know for me i saw checked out the stuff on instagram all you gotta do on instagram is go type in sips s-i-p-s and you'll see a little picture of a ghost for one of them yeah that's them give it a click easy i watched that video today they're talking about with that backpack strap uh yeah. twisting oh yeah and it just like clears day it's just sitting there and like it just it just twists it full-on twist yeah you nobody's go. touching it or anything and they're just like oh well fuck 
I need to go back and look at that again. I haven't had I haven't had a chance to go back and check it out again since we talked about it. Uh, like I said, yeah, I that's gnarly. I spent a few days state of uh, Facebook stalking them and going through all their videos and their TikTok stuff and and all that. And that was the one that I I, I just I kept missing it. I just didn't see it. And you know, from I, I think it's interesting because when I watch videos and shit, I don't see things right away and i don't know how people like these investigators do that and catch these little these just these little hints of things that turn out to be something huge and it's it's just insane to me you know i just don't have that eye for it i guess but uh it's just like you sitting in front of fucking audio all day listening to it over and over again <laughs> except they're doing it with their eyes yeah you that's know, true. they might not catch it the first go around but like after watching the same video 30 fucking times they'll be like oh fuck look at that that back chap that back strap fucking it, it moved yeah so i uh, yeah i need to go back and check that out i'll make that a priority so i can go see it again but um yeah, they've got several pieces on there, really good pieces. So that ball moving without that that cat ball that lights up, it's a when you touch it, you know it lights up. You've got we've all had the, the our kids have all had the shoes that do that when you step they light up. These cat balls when you touch them they light up, and that fucking cat ball moves without lighting up or anybody touching it, and it's just it's a, it's a great piece that they caught there. Yeah, there's some great videos in there. Definitely go check it out. Like I said, uh, the uh, most the info is on the link from the episode this week where they visited. But like I said, if you're on Instagram, just type in Sips. Uh, definitely go check out uh, Cooper's Crystals if you Absolutely. have any kind of crystal needs or anything like that. Even if you just love crystals. I mean, she's got some great pieces on there. Yeah, you can go in there and get you a fucking rose quartz shaped like a Pikachu. App. <laughs> it's true. I yeah. did see that. I was looking. Did she have a turtle or something on there? I think I was looking at some snail. I, I like the ones that are shaped like snails. Those like, were pretty dope. Yeah. Some good stuff. They, so. they were lovely people. They were very interesting to listen to. My coworker at work listens and he had nothing but nice things to say about them. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Very cool. Well, like I guess that I enjoyed them. Um, and like I said, we're hopefully we can stay in touch and keep up with everything that they got going on and, and they can stay up with us and keep, you know, everything we got going on and, and, uh, maybe we'll hook up. I mean, we're all Hoosiers here, you know, yep. we're just happen to be six hours away from them, but, uh, you know, it ain't, it's, it's weird because we, me and the rocker chick were just down there last year and in their neck of the woods, had I known them, you know, we probably would have, uh, uh, you know, met up for lunch or something and just chatted with them. But, you know, next time. Yep. It's a beautiful country down through Southern Indiana. So they Whatever. definitely it's have all corn everywhere you go. Indiana. No, it's not. There's Martin corn in Indiana. There's less corn right now. Oh, corn. Corn <laughs> not yet. Now. Not yet. All that shit's still standing. They won't fuck with that until November. I guarantee it. Coming. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything else that uh, we need to go over and that covers our uh, uh, September review? No, that's uh, that's all that we did in September. Uh, like I said, everybody, just keep your eyes posted. There will be the brand new Vamptober merch dropping shortly after this. We will have all sorts of stuff on there. So go check it out. Esteban, like always, killed the design. Absolutely. will be limited edition designs. Once October is dead and gone, it's out just like Daltober was. Yep. And if you want us to possibly bring back one of the Daltober designs, oh, maybe email us. 
yeah. maybe hit us up at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com and say, hey, I don't have a Daltober shirt. I'd like to order one. Maybe we'll put it up there for you. That's true. We can do that. We could. You just got to <laughs> say something. <laughs> uh, the Daltober stuff was great. The Vamtober stuff is is just as good, if not a little bit better. Yeah. It's just it's just going to get – we just like wine. We get better with time. It's true. It's so true. Uh, uh, if you end up uh, – Check out the Golden Mojo. We we're gonna there's gonna be other Halloween content out there. Uh, I'm gonna be on an episode of Halloween with the Call Guys. We're yep. still ironing it out. Uh, it sounds like the Golden Eighties might be working on something. Oh, we have a whole month of a whole month of October of something. So uh, yeah, should be fun. Yep. yep. So we've got your spooky needs. So you just come on, you celebrate Halloween with us. Uh, Golden Mojo Entertainment celebrates Halloween. And this month I will be on a couple episodes of Two Sop. So prepare yourself yeah. for that. Like I said, I do not <laughs> shut the fuck up. You're going to get a whole week of Logan in the last week of October. That's a lot of Logan. <laughs> That's a lot. And not everybody thinks my voice is soothing. Uh, so. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's still one of my favorite emails of all time. Oh, mine too. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't get it, but all right. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. I think, uh, hold on. I think Chico's trying to get a hold of me, so I probably better go and, oh, shit, that was an hour ago. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oops. Got him in on here. We could have fucking chatted with him. I know, right? Add You're... another hour to the fucking podcast of me and you just talking and Chico being like, yeah. 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 What? 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 Yeah. yeah <laughs> Poor Chico. He spends all <laughs> he spends all his time on Indiana Chiefs fans just going, yep. Yeah, <laughs> I concur. Go All right, you. we're going to get out of here. So uh, remember, fans, when you're up late at night worrying about what happens when it is all over, don't stress out because Mean Gold Jay will be waiting for you here on the other side. Keep it spooky. <laughs> Later. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The United States of Paranormal. Check us out at theunitedstatesofparanormal.com or at any other of our social media pages. At Twitter, at T-O-S-O-P-P-O-D. At Instagram, at the United States of Paranormal. Or Facebook, at the United States of Paranormal. Or YouTube, at the United States of Paranormal. 1795. Please check out our other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network. The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs Fans, The Golden 80s, Murd Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze. And if you have a location you would like us to check into or a creepy story that you would love to tell us, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen.